Welcome in, everybody. It is finally the Cornerback Warriors here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's Louis DiBiase joining you in studio as always. But a special occasion today for this one. We've been teasing this podcast probably for a month and a half now just because of the at cornerback. Least. Yeah, at least. I think. The cornerback position has been really the only like polarizing position that's going to result in a starter that plays significant snaps. Gino, before the show, like you mentioned like linebacker, like who's going to be the third linebacker, uh, the running back rotation, Sproles and Clement, Sanders, how that all shapes up. But the cornerback position is the only one where we really don't know I mean, I guess we could guarantee one spot belongs to Ronald Darby. But outside of that, there are five guys here battling it out, not only for a starting role in 2019, but also for a future role because Mills is going to be a free agent this year. Darby is going to be a free agent. Uh, Razul and Sidney Jones, their contracts come up in after 2020. So this is not only a big position, guys, for now, but for the future as well. Lars Lewis joining me in studio and Gino for the first time since the draft. So, guys, welcome to CB Wars, and uh, I'm, I'm excited about this episode. Come on, let's start this. You've been talking it up for a long time. For God's right. sakes, man, we've been teased cornerbacks, enough. Pa- cornerback's my passion. Yeah, this is this is your spot. Yeah, this is your passion project. What's what's your what's the position for you? I don't know if it's because I that's funny it. that you asked that because I literally was just thinking about that. Like, <laughs> what's the position for you here? that like no matter like it's the one you're always like the most fascinated and for me it's corner because I I mean I played it throughout my life my very short football career. Brag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to get into the specifics of it because it's not a great career at all. The smallest humble brag ever. <laughs> yeah. You played no. you played what modified? I ball? played I played modified freshman in JV. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not play. What do you know? What's the position for you? I was thinking about that today, and I, I, I have fallen in love with watching three tech defensive tackles, like just <laughs> gap penetrating right. defensive tackles. Like this I whole, did not think that's what you. The were reason, <laughs> listen. The reason why I said this is because I Mike Daniels was released today, that's which right. is unbelievable to me because he's a stud. He is a Gap penetrating defensive. T- I I don't know. I don't want to get into it, but Green Bay, man. dude, I love watching gap penetrating defensive tackles, and I love watching free safeties that have range, like top range. And yeah. I can't wait to see Rod back on the field this season because we missed that watching Corey. Did you see Graham. his training camp shirt today? No, it what? was a vintage uh, Eagles training camp shirt when they were in Bethlehem, wow. and it had Detmer on it. I, I forget the receiver, and it was. Uh, it was um, Ricky Waters. He, yeah. Go Irish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you're a big Notre Dame guy. No, most of our listeners know Gino's a big safety guy from the draft Huge. this year because there was like four or five guys that you were pounding the table for for the Eagles. They, they didn't end up taking any. But that will impact also today's episode when we talk about the safety position because that third safety spot is also open. you got the likes of Trey Sullivan battling for that. You've got the likes of Blake Countess, Andrew Sandejo. But also, could one of these corners get moved to safety? We've kind of brought that question up for the past couple years now. So how we're going to do this, the first segment, guys, we're going to do what we think the Eagles will do. Then the second segment will come back around, and if we were the general manager, if we were the head coach, if we had significant say in this cornerback battle, then we would decide based on 
our opinions of these corners. And then I put up a thread about a couple months ago on Twitter, and I wanted to get into each physical strength of these corners and who had the advantage. I thought that would be interesting. A lot of the fans contributed. If you want to get in on that in the conversation, follow us on Twitter, at LockdownBirds, at DiBiaseLOE, at Gino underscore LOE, and at LarsLewis12. For now, though, let's get into this by starting off with what we think the Eagles will do. Gino and Lars, we'll start with Gino. True or false, this isn't going to just be a full open competition. I know I know what you're going to say, and you set this question up for me perfectly. In my head, I want it to be an open competition. You know that I love the idea of competition and individuals earning their right to play in the NFL because yeah. it's a profession. You want the best professionals out there at any given time. I know Jim Schwartz, mm, and I know that yeah. Jalen Mills, even though mm-hmm. he hasn't played in X amount of games and he's just going to get back onto the field. What was field. the last game he played against? Jacksonville and London, I think? Yeah. Yeah. That's been, it's been a while. It was a long time. It's been, it's been a it's long been a time. It's been a long time, especially for a guy whose injury comes at a part of his body that really he can't afford to be injured at, and that's, that's his point. lower half. That's a good point. Because he was already he really slow str- as it was. He, yeah, he already <laughs> struggled to get his feet off the ground. He had four seven four eight speed on tape, got toasted by Deshaun Jackson, got toasted by whatever player you want to name. Julio on by the a double move. X, yep. yep, X amount of times on the double move, continuing to bite. Every single play. Every time. But he does have a ring. He was there in the Super Bowl. That should not but matter not, one uh, ounce Lars, at I all. Know, I know. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> I missed the band. And, I, and I'm not going to just hold Jalen Mills to that standard either. Ronald Darby, what have you done for me lately? They've both been as inconsistent as the other guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you and I talked about that after week one, Lou, plenty of times. Yeah, Ronald Darby, what have you done for me? After we, I talked him up like he was the next shutdown corner for the Eagles. He let me down. What have you done for me, Ronald Darby? Can you do it again in this training camp? Can you stay healthy? There's reports that he might not even be able to get out there for a he's couple weeks. He's placed on the PUP list. Yeah, he's yeah. on the PUP weeks. Uh, on the PUP. On the PUP <laughs> list, sorry. But, yeah, let it be an open competition. I want to see it be a competition. I want to see them try every single formation. Avante, I want to see him outside. I want to see him inside. I want to see him at safety. Mm -hmm. I want to see them moving guys around and get the best guys in place because you have guys with a gamut of skill set well, I mean, you, you've right already spot. seen. Well, we have, we've already seen Maddox do that last year. He was playing at safety. He was playing outside Absolutely. corner. Well, we hope now corner. they. We hope now they want to do that though, not just out of necessity. At least for me, that's what. Right. We'll, we'll get into it. I, I'm very much so in the, in the the side of get your best playmakers out there, regardless of if they're a perfect fit at safety. Sure, maybe Trey Sullivan's a more traditional safety than an Avante Maddox or a Jalen Mills or even a Razul Douglas. There's a lot of – I'm not part of the Razul Douglas safety hive, but there is that little niche group on Eagles Twitter as well. Wouldn't you just be a little bit intrigued to see him play a couple snaps there? He does have a lot of traits that I am interested in about safety. It's just – it's never going to happen. But for me, like, I'd rather have – would you rather have Avante out there and Sidney Jones and Razul, or Razul Douglas or Cravion, or would you rather have Avante down in the slot and one of those guys on the bench and instead you have Andrew Sandejo out there? For me, mm-hmm. I'd rather have one of those corners out there than Sandejo. I've got something for both of you. Now, I know that you asked him the question regarding, is it going to be an open competition? He said no. And you guys all know I've had little faith that it will be. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say you. yes. Thank you for the I, optimism. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like we need it here. When it came towards the end of the season, when you saw the progression of Maddox, of Craven LeBlanc, of these guys that, you know, Craven LeBlanc was considered a castaway. The guy got, the guy was released (laughs) by the Patriots. He 
he come he comes literally off the street to, to Philadelphia, and the guy balled. You look at the preseason this year, don't be surprised if you start seeing LeBlanc playing at safety. What? What in the world? <laughs> what? That's a bold. I mean, that's like the one guy we didn't talk about playing safety. I mean, he has coverage ability. They like to move him all over the place. I can see I it, but out of all tackler. of them. He is a thumper. Yeah, he's a pretty a, good tackler. You know what, Lars? I would, I'd be intrigued. You know what? I'd I like be intrigued that. to see that type of skill set. Yeah, I've n- I never thought of. I will this not why, say that I won't be intrigued. This to see is that. why preseason is going to be so critical. And like I said, I want to move him around everywhere. Try it. Right. Why the hell not? Because experiment. Think, That's what preseason when should you, be for. I know that Darby's on the pup list, but when he's healthy. They didn't pay him that money yeah. for him to be a backup. He's yeah, going to be starting course, on the course. outside. He's going to make upwards of he can make. It's not in fully guarantees. I think it's only around four million, but he can make upwards of eight to nine million. dollars. But he's getting more than a lot of the other guys exactly. are getting. You're, in not, the secondary. you're not paying a guy nine million dollars to be on the bench. So that's why for me, at least one spot is not going to be up for grabs. I don't agree with it because. Like Gino, you have been saying, mm-hmm. I feel like Darby has been as inconsistent, and I don't like the people that come back and say things about Sidney Jones's health, but then they go ahead and defend Ronald Darby. It's like we've had Do now you, two straight uh, years where I've he's not, had Lou, a serious I have leg not injury. Even put that two and two together on that. That is a great point. Like two straight years now of a lower of a lower body injury that's serious. In and you leg. could look at both of them on tape and like. Right. Ah, uh, you saw well, pretty much. Why, you saw good in both, yeah. and you saw bad in both, and. Go improve to me now. Yeah. I, th- what did I say to you right before we hopped down on the mics? What do I want to see tomorrow? What is the one thing I want to see tomorrow? You want to see Sidney Jones' weight. I want to see Sidney Jones and pads tomorrow because yeah. if he put 5 to 10 pounds on like we expected and really wanted him to because mm-hmm. he had to get bigger to, one, support his frame because he has to play at this bigger level for the type of corner that he is. Yeah. He he played at weight that he was at Washington. Like and Pac twelve football isn't the most physical football. And he was playing inside too to start. Yeah. So if he puts on that weight, I fully expect him to be able to go out there and compete on the outside. And that's the thing. He got banged up. And as much as I hate to admit it, what was the Saints game plan when we went down there? It was targeting the the season. Target Sidney yep. Jones because he was weak. In it the was the Cowboys game. game plan too when he yep. apparently seemingly re-injured that hamstring. If he has Amari any Cooper understanding of where his spot on the roster, he should have put in all the time in the offseason and really bulked up. And I, I fully expect that because I, I know Sidney Jones, he wanted to be in the first round, fell out of the first round. Yeah. He wanted to be on the field la- the first season. He wanted to be on the field last year, and he just had all these injuries. Why Why isn't he the next man up? Like, Let him play with a chip on his shoulder. Let him get out there and compete. And if he did it and he put in the time in the offseason, let him go out there and compete. And that's why I don't feel like any of these guys should be handed anything. Yeah, well, and that's the, that's the thing. It's got to be – there's been enough – there should be factors, though. Remember last year, Gino, when Devontae Bosby was like seemingly in the lead for the slot job for like yeah. a week there? Yeah. For me – it, it shouldn't just straight be an open competition. There should be the impacts of investments and recent play. So if someone clearly was proven that he prior balled out in 2018. Yeah, like prior performance. There are factors that should, should we, come into should we play Should we award well. an annual um, Ja'Cory Shepard award? Like a, a slot corner <laughs> that a, is dubbed, quote, the next slot a, corner. What a that name. Just what a reference. The Jaco- he won the Ja'Cory Shepard. Shepard Award. That's oh what Devontae Bowsby was. Who was the other one that in that draft? Oh, Randall Evans. Randall Remember Evans <laughs> didn't play second. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to make something very clear here. So it's initially put on the depth chart that Rodney McLeod's a starting strong safety, and you got Sandejo behind him. I'm really going to drive this home. and th- I know that you have your Sewell brand. I'm a LeBlanc brand. 
So we got we got three you're really gonna here. push this. We got, I'm we got really gonna push to Cravion to play safety. I like it. It's his thing. Like no one no one else is talking about that. I mean, dude, that, so. that's that's a take and a half. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is you can kind of I love it. I love it. I would <laughs> still rather have him. You out want the there best players on the field though. And, mm-hmm. and that and that's the thing. What do you want in your third set? I mean, this is a great point, Lars, because what are you gonna have in that third safety which they so often bring onto the field? Mm-hmm. You're gonna want a guy that can cover. What do you trust Andrew Sandejo who's gray in the also, beard? Is it, do what you, do you trust want more? Trey Sullivan? Also, I want a fourth round pick. I want a fourth round comp. Sandejo is not worth it. I want that fourth round pick. I'm right there with you. And why not give a chance to a guy like Craybon who can he is Physical at, at on through the stem. He's he a big boy, against, man. Yeah, he could play against bigger Great receivers. Change of direction, he could play against getting sideline to sideline. Yeah. Why have not to do? give him a chance? I, I think personally, That's a hell of he, an idea. out of everybody in that secondary, he might be the best tackler yeah. out of all of them. Just from what I saw uh, at the end of the season last year, I would disagree. But I, he is a g- really good tackler for me. With Schwartz, if Mills is healthy, I think it's going to be Darby and Mills on the outside with Maddox inside until and, I see. Schwartz actually I, make the move where he does not mm-hmm. favor Jalen Mills, then I'm not going to believe it. But at the same time, Schwartz Just why is, does that irk me so much? I think the front office is going to have an impact on this decision, too, though. They spent a second-round pick on Cindy Jones. They mm-hmm. spent a third-round pick on Razul Douglas. They spent a third-round pick on Ronald Darby, and they traded away Jordan Matthews, and they just gave him another, while it's a one-year contract, they have shown their hand mm-hmm. who they prioritized. Yep. Despite having Mills, they added three corners, giving up a second and two-thirds for three corners in that offseason. I wonder now if they're going to have an impact on it or if it's going to be Schwartz. Are they on the same page here? It will be interesting to see. But with Sidney Jones, the guy did not allow a touchdown in 2016 at Washington. Then he comes back around. He's finally healthy last year. And within the first three weeks, the first two weeks, seven targets, he only allowed four receptions for 18 yards. Then after three weeks, 96 snaps, 14 targets, eight receptions allowed for just 39 yards. In three weeks, good. he was playing really well. He, you, you could tell he was digesting everything mentally. I mean, the game was slowing down for him. Is, he, he's mentally in sound. the red zone. I, yeah. I was seeing that too. Starting in in the in the preseason with switching with him and Mills against Cleveland was really impressed with him against Landry and then you know those Colts big plays back to back in the red zone. I think he has a chance. Because Schwartz did talk him up at the end of last year. He said if Jones was healthy, he could have seen also him progressing much like Razul did and Cravion and Maddox. But until I see Jalen Mills healthy on the bench or traded, because I feel like if he's not a starter, I mean, would you, for me, I'd probably trade him if he's not going to start. I agree. The cornerback position is much like offensive line, in my opinion, is that there's a bunch of very good ones yeah. and there's a bunch of jags. There's a bunch of just the guys. So you can get some value out of a guy like Mills who also has versatility. I feel like he's a just a guy, but he also has a Super Bowl ring and teams I are going to cover I think you could sell to somebody else, though. He's not just Look at a Cleveland. Guy. They have a, mm-hmm. a Denzel Ward. They need a guy that can be on the opposite side of him. Why not? He's okay. still young. He's okay, on a so, one-year deal. Yeah. Why not? Let's say, that, let's say they do move Mills. So now you have Darby on one end. Now you have that other spot open. Would you, let's say... That's his job to lose, then, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want, trust me, you guys I know agree. I want Rizul Douglas on one of the outside spots. I just don't think Schwartz is going to... Of all people, I think Rizul, unjustly so, has the longest road to grab a spot. It's unfortunate, too. Yeah. Considering how well he played against the But at the same the time, Orleans. though, like, I'm huge on him being a starter, but even me... 
I know Sidney Jones's potential that I'm even willing to have Rizul on the bench to see that through with Jones because Jones can be on another level. I, I still am not giving up hope on that yet. You want to have Sewell, though, in case the well, hospital he bills continue to increase. He would have had Darby's spot. If it was up to me, I wouldn't have had Darby back. I don't really care to see Jalen Mills anymore. I'm, like, super out on him like I am on Wendell Smallwood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Is it wrong that I say I'm also like that on Darby? I just, no. I just I mean, that, don't see yeah, it. I, I, I think you are under the same caveat that I am that you want to see something for you need to i he's need not a terrible to player I think no, he has he's the, not going to be 13 12 right. million dollars annually is he 12 million dollars better than Sidney jones and Razul douglas like no. i think darby's a good player mm-hmm. we saw the the flashes against atlanta last year and against jacksonville but corners we see the kind of contracts guys with that athleticism and that speed and he get. hasn't been that healthy either right he's and been if he out, stays healthy on. this year he's going to cash in next year it's like I, that's I not look worth at, it for me when i look at ronald and darby I think that's a good point yeah. i look at ronald darby and I, I essentially think of another corner that i've seen that they had actually were both teammates at one you point say stefan gilmore, gilmore. Mm. lou and i say this all the time gilmore he, turned into elite corner though last year so i mean everyone that goes to new england <laughs> that's true everyone everyone that goes but to new england they do have a very similar skill set like uh, yeah. uh, you look at both of them they're not the best tacklers in the world nope. but they're good in coverage mm-hmm. they keep their hands active and i mean you look at how promising ronald darby was as a rookie i think he had five interceptions his first year in mm-hmm. buffalo and since then, though, it's they just, just, been ha- just haven't seen that yeah. that rise in mm-hmm. the last couple of years. Yeah, that from what we saw in 2015, growth isn't linear. Yeah, That's... I mean, I, I, good point. I think Darby is going to start though. Um, and for me, here, let's go around the room before we take a break here, and we'll get into what we want to see. If Mills is healthy, what do you think the Eagles? One go quick with? point before we say that, yeah, I go just ahead, want go to ahead. touch on this. The reason why I fully expect Darby to have one of the starting spots is because of what you said a couple seconds ago, and that if he plays well, they expect him to cash in big. Uh, and we always pick. say, how, how many times have we said this, Lou? We fully expect Ronald Darby on an open market to fetch the same, if not more, than Stephon Gilmore. And in a cornerback-hungry league where guys like Tremaine Johnson are getting paid a bazillion dollars, I could absolutely see that. And what comes with a hefty payday? A nice fat comp pick. Nice fat third <laughs> round comp pick. And Howie Roseman does it better than anybody. And what better way than to cash in at the cornerback position? One, to get a comp pick. And two, to now have cap space to pay your young guys. Mm-hmm. I just go to, though, that great point with Darby for sure. And also, I do think they still want to consider if they want him long term or not. For me, though, with Mills, if you know you're not going to bring Mills back next year, you have enough confidence in these other players to be the guys taking over next year, then why aren't you just why aren't why aren't they doing that right now? That's my point. Is like mm-hmm. if you if you're ready for those guys to take over for maybe both Darby and Mills next year, then for me they should be on the field right now. I mean, they showed the promise totally. that made you want to take them, not in the seventh round. These were high a second, third, and fourth round pick. Those are good investments. Those are very valuable picks. So for me, if you believe in those guys long-term, I don't know. I feel like they should be on the field this year. Uh, okay, so let's go around the room here, and then we'll get into what we want to see. For me, it's Darby, Mills, and Maddox. That's If everybody's at full health, that's what I think Schwartz goes with. We'll start with, uh, we'll start with Gino. What do you think they do? Not what you want, what you think they do. Darby probably gets one spot, right? I say Darby. Yeah. If you go th- – man, that's, this is so tough. Like – 
I fully expect, I've been looking forward to this I podcast. I fully expect cause... them to get Avante on the field as much as possible to be in those big, mm-hmm. those big nickel, big dime situations. <sighs> Man, you, you were like, I feel I, like I, internally I, you're I, trying to talk yourself out of Mills, but you don't. No, have the faith. I don't. I don't really think it's going to be Mills. I don't even think he's healthy. Okay. I, I don't think he's going to get on the field. Um, Rasul and then Sidney Jones. Whoa. Wait, so wait, you got Sewell starting? Oh, so Maddox, you actually have moving around as a third safety. That. Mm. That's going to be your cover, your that. swing four. He's You're making me feel better because that's what I four corner. Because that's what I want. That's more of what I, you want. That's what, what I really want. The Eagles. Oh, this is this was expect. I thought oh, you this, said what we no, no, wanted. No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I kind of spoiled. Well, you already no, just okay. tipped your hand already. No, that's actually what I fully expect. What I think to happen because of what I. I just read some stuff that they want to put Sid inside and move Russell outside when they have three corners on the field. I don't know what they're going to do at two, but with three, I, I think that's going to be the situation. I think Mills is still hurt, and he's not going to come back as strong as we think. And Avante, the safety coach wants him to play safety. There's talk from Paul Dama, which we said. Yeah, I was they, just going to say that. He, yeah, he spoke with Tim Hawk, who is the Tim Hawk, safety yes, coach. I couldn't think of his name. And he said that by preseason week two or three they will have decided whether they want to move him or not which means it's in their head that it's a real consideration which I did not think was which a, puts be me the at case. ease to why they didn't draft a safety in this class it makes me feel a little bit better that they're that at least one of Razul or Sydney are going to be out there yeah. next year and that that makes me feel and, it, and, uh, and that's what I'm comfortable and with. I don't want one to of be two. Expense, one of two yeah I want both out there but as long as we get one out there I don't want to be at the expense of Maddox though like, don't get me wrong Maddox for me Outside of Sidney Jones is the one that probably the majority of Eagles Nation is the most excited about. Oh, definitely. So that's what you think. You think it's going to be Darby on the outside with Douglas and Sid inside, Maddox moving around. Lars, what about you? I'm going to say Darby, Darby, Sidney, and hmm, yeah, this is where it gets tough. Do you have Cravion moving to safety? Are you going to predict it? Or is that what you want? No, what I'm going to do is... I think Avante is going to go to safety. They're going to put Avante at safety because it's, they're already kind of tipping their hand, and we'll see what they do in preseason. From what I saw last year, Maddox can already play it. Mm-hmm. He's played safety, and he's done well in the, at the position. So I'd say they're going to move him to safety. You're going to have Sidney Jones and Darby on the outside corners. Who do you got inside? Inside? Mills or LeBlanc, because it's definitely not going to be Douglas. I think they're going to start with LeBlanc. <laughs> All right, and then they seemingly move Mills, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. I think Mills is gone by the I start of the season. I just can't see Mills being a backup. He's one of those guys that's either starter or you got to move him. Which is why my prediction is they're going to move him before the season starts. All right, interesting, interesting stuff. We're going to take a quick break. This is CB Wars. We'll be back coming up next. Now we're going to get into what we want to have happen. This is the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Louis DiBiase, Gino Camilleri, and Lars Lewis. Don't go anywhere. All right, everybody, welcome back in. It's CB Wars, Louis DiBiase, Lars Lewis, and Gino Camilleri on this, uh, God, what day is it? Wednesday edition. Training camp officially starts tomorrow. Practice for the Eagles begins at noon. Peterson talks to the media. Carson Wentz talks to the media. We're finally here, boys. We got some breaking news, Lou. Oh, we do. 8.43 p.m. (laughs) 
Matt Collins tweeted a picture of himself biking to camp. He's alive. He said, "Yes, I'm alive." <laughs> Quit asking. You might hear, you might have heard me chuckle before the break there, and that's what I was laughing at. But we have confirmed Uh-oh. it. Matt Collins is alive. You know what's funny? He, he didn't say that either. None camp. of us would know because he changed his number too. Deshaun took number ten, so he's what number six. Dude, he now? reads our tweets. He has to read our tweets. But yes, breaking news: Matt Collins will yeah, be. I know. Starts telling the Red Louis tweets. <laughs> oh, that's right. You guys, you guys, you guys <laughs> oh, heard that man. I got blocked by Darren Sproles. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. We're apparently the anti Darren Sproles podcast. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you are the anti- you are the minority. You, I here, right, was okay, pro okay. Darren Sproles. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but I wasn't anti Sproles. You're an anti. You got anti Sproles enough to yeah, get blocked. Enough. So back to a position you actually like. That's right. <laughs> hey, I love running back. So that's that's my position outside a corner. Just I like a different style of running back yeah. compared to Darren Sproles. But getting back to cornerbacks here, we're going to get into what now we want to see happen. So to recap what we think is going to happen, I had Maddox inside with Mills on the outside and Darby. Geno went with Razul and Darby on the outsides with Sidney Jones inside and Maddox playing safety. And then Lars came back around with Sid and Darby with Cravion LeBlanc inside. They trade Mills and Maddox is playing safety. So we had two guys vote for Maddox at safety, which is what I want getting into this segment. Mm -hmm. For me, what Gino described, what he predicts to have happen, it made me feel better that you actually think that's possible. That's what I want. I want Sidney Jones on the outside with Razul Douglas. Those, to me, are I'm dying on that hill with those two as the future on the outside, Mm -hmm. with Avante Maddox inside. And then if you want to keep Jalen Mills, he played safety at LSU. I'd rather have him out there and get a fourth-round pick for Sandejo. Or if you want to move Jalen Mills, that's fine. That's what I would have wanted to have happen with Darby not here. But because Mm -hmm. Darby's here, now what I want is Maddox at safety, Sidney Jones inside, Douglas on the outside and Darby outside because I got to be real like now that Darby's here he's he's gonna play when he's healthy. We're gonna play a game real quick. All right, awesome. It's called pros and cons. Okay. I'm gonna list this following scenario. I'm gonna name the pros and you try to list the cons. Okay. What you just said. Sidney Jones on the outside. No, we said Rasul Douglas on the outside yeah. with Ronald Darby. Sit inside. Sit inside. Maddox Avante is your swing. Mm-hmm. On the outside, you have a Ronald Darby who you want to prove himself in a year where he could potentially get paid in an offseason where cornerbacks get paid a lot of money. Most get paid third-round comp pick money. So you want to showcase him. You want him to prove himself, so you want him to play into a big contract. So he's going to want to go out there with a chip on his shoulder. Positive number one. Positive number two, you have Rasul Douglas on the outside who has been one of your better playmakers. The Saints didn't even throw at him in the last playoffs. He was one of the best cornerbacks. Want to hear a stat for that, by the way? Go ahead. There we go. We're backing it Uh, up. Quarterback rating when targeted a certain corner last year in the divisional round. Drew Brees had a 39.6 QBR when targeting Rasul Douglas. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. Okay, so now you have him, a guy at West Virginia who... They loved because of his ability to be a ball hawk. You've seen it time and time again. Get him on the field. Get you a guy on the field on the outside who is going to attack these receivers. Big receivers in the NFC East. Amari Cooper, you're going to have a guy that has a big body. Michael Gallup, he's going to go out there and play against them. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, he's going to... They're going to have these abilities to match up with big receivers, something Rasul Douglas does very well that Ronald Darby does not do well. And another player who does not do well at that is Sidney Jones. On the inside, he's now going to be able to use his ability to change direction, which he so did 
unbelievably at Washington. He's going to use yeah, his ability his legs under to attack the ball it. across the middle of the yeah. field. He's going to be out on this field what we wanted the entire time. That's all we want is him on the field, and he's going to be in a position where he is known to make plays, and he played well at Washington. He's played well in the time in Philadelphia. You invested a second-round pick. You're going to have him on the field coupled with the other two guys. His skill set is going to match up perfectly in the slot. Positive number three. Better tackler, by the way, than people give him credit for. Positive number four. Yeah, that one play we always point back to where the the tackle's on him and he gets tackled an offensive lineman and uh, Robinson from the Colts. So I don't want to hear that he's weak in the run game, even Mm. though he may be on the You know where else he had a really good game against the run was that Washington Monday night game down the stretch on the outside. If he gets bigger, he's going to be good, man. So three positives so far. Positive number four. You have Avante Maddox, who has been cross trained at all of the positions on defense at the defensive back position. Inside corner, outside corner, safety. Why would you not want him on the field 75% of the time, which they do when they play out of their base defense 75% of the time? I want Avante Maddox on there three out of every four snaps Mm. without a doubt. So now you can have him cover down low against tight ends, even though he's a smaller guy. Yeah, he's a smaller guy who has good, very good range who can be out on the field, and you can interchange him with Rodney McLeod's coverage ability, Malcolm Jenkins' coverage ability. You can now present more looks, and you have this guy out on the field who has made plays time and time again. Positive number four. The last positive, number five here, you take Andrew Sandejo out of the equation completely and solidify your ability to get that comp pick because, truly, I don't care to see Andrew Sandejo on the field. I want Abante Maddox to play that position if the and coaching staff thinks Maddox. he can play yeah. that position. And if they or if want one Maddox, of the other guys, or Rasul Douglas, it could be or Trey, Trey Sullivan. Sullivan. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Sandejo I'm fine not, with Elston. Like, yeah. Sandejo's I'm not good enough to justify that. Yeah, no. he's not good enough to justify so losing a five positives, give me a con. Out of that equation. Out of, For out of Jones? that equation? That entire equation I just presented, show a con to the positives that I just put out there. Yeah. What if it goes down again? Oh, health? Yeah. Because of Sid and Darby. That, that, okay. that wipes all of it out. So now you put Craven LeBlanc yeah, that's, on the field. Yeah, that's the good thing about having six corners right mm-hmm. now. Uh, Find the con. The... the for, it's tough. Well, no, I was thinking of the tough. player, not exactly the situation. And that's what I was going for, was the situation. Because this oh, is a great I thought you si- were just meaning the player itself. No, 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 no. I presented all those pros as a positive to this in particular formula, well. right. formula that we laid out. This equation, this cornerback equation, this safety equation. They're all pieces, and they got to use them in the best way. And they way. have different skill sets, too. The only con I would say is just that none of them have been proven to have any sort of consistency And that's yet. fair. But right. we got to see that. But that's nothing against the way we have no. laid them out yeah, to it's play putting on forth the, It's putting forth the confidence in saying that, look, this is a guy that we know that can go into this position and excel Definitely. because we've seen it before. Now, Ronald Darby, I still think is a question mark because of that, because of some of the checkered games that he's had in the past, plus his health. You also look at you look at Avante Maddox, you look at LeBlanc, you look at the guys that came really hot at the end of the year last season. Yes. Are they flashing the pants? We don't know that. Will they regress next year? Who knows? But right now in this current situation, you've got guys that you saw at the end of the season that can say, okay, if Cindy Jones goes down, we got Sewell. If Ronald Darby goes down, We've got Maddox. If they trade, still have Mills unless they if they trade, trade Jalen Mills, if it somehow happens in August, and I will drive this home for the next month, put LeBlanc there. 
the the good there's a lot of options yeah absolutely i really wish too because you know the scenario you you laid out and the the one that you predicted and the one that i want what also it has too again is these complementing styles yes. and i really wish jim jim schwartz here was a guy that with that kind of formation would be willing to move those guys around because they don't move their corners. Nope. But because you'd have a guy in Razul who's your best tackler and your lengthiest, biggest corner, and then you have Darby, your fastest, most athletic one, and then Sidney Jones, maybe your best all-around guy talent-wise and abilities, if you could line those guys up based on the offensive personnel, for me, mm-hmm. that would be so ideal. It's just that's not a route that I think he really likes we to We talk go about down. that with mm-hmm. the offense all that's the time, point, getting, the best, getting the best matchups out there with 12 personnel. Yep. Like you're going to want to put that in. To me, it should be the same D-quick. way for yes, defense. Yes, on defense. Get your best players out there against the best matchups at any given time, and they have the personnel now to do so. Right, because not every offense that you're yeah, going to face every week same. is going to be the same. And no. now, granted, the Eagles are so talented on defense that they're still going to be one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. Regardless of that, it's just something that, again— you still got to play your matchups. Yeah, let, me, let me read here before we take it one more break. This is what Corey Unlin said on Maddox at safety last year when they were deciding what to do once Rodney McLeod went down. He said, quote, We took Rodney out of the picture and we talked about it as a staff, and Avante gave us the best replacement. Kind of the same body type, speed, change of direction. He's tough. I think that position of free safety kind of get kind of gets overlooked sometimes. Like, oh, the guy's just standing back there, but the ball comes ripping through there. You have to be able to get the guy on the ground. We have all felt that comfortable with Avante in that role, being able to get people on the ground. He's got great range. He's fast. Really, really smart. That's the thing for me too. I said before on the show that I just want our best playmakers in the secondary out there, but it's not like Maddox doesn't fit. He has the to me the very similar skill set of Malcolm Jenkins that justifies him being a safety. I, I have a, a bit of a tidbit on Maddox, watching some of his film a couple of days ago. Looking at Avante Maddox, the biggest biggest example, I think, is the Rams game last year in the, in, in the regular season. When you looked at him on the tape, the footwork that he has oh, it's, it's unbelievable. Is, is astonishing. Mm-hmm. I think it's his, like he's barely touching the ground. Yeah, his back pedal is as good as anybody yeah. I've seen in his years. His break out of yeah. that back pedal, too. It, it resulted in some very that interception, impressive stats. It looks that a lot like Ronald Darby when Darby does yeah. it well. Yeah. When his footwork is playing, like doing well again, like in that Atlanta game, like I saw flashes the of, very same thing, of yeah. Darby in Avante Maddox mm-hmm. when you saw that back pedal. And also... In that Week 15 game against the Rams, when Philadelphia's season was at stake, if they lose that game, they're not getting in. They're not getting mm-hmm. in. He held Jared Goff to a quarterback rating of zero. Yeah. Well, a when targeted, total quarterbacks, their total passer rating when targeting Maddox last year was 59.9. Mm-hmm. He was one of the That's lowest. That's fourth in the, in the league. league. Yeah. Yep. Here, two more impressive Maddox stats before we take a break. Coverage snaps per reception allowed. 21.7, first in the league. Yards allowed per coverage snap, 0.56, second in the league. So he's he's got to be out there. Yeah, it doesn't you matter. have to get him on the yeah. field. Okay, I when I watched him, there was someone very similar to him is Asante Samuel. Oof, that's high praise. <laughs> playing style. Playing style, as in the footwork, being able to close in on a pass. Asante was definitely more laissez-faire, though. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't <laughs> think so. He I got think, to the ball. No, the no, right no. I, I completely he disagree with that. He did that. not like to wrap up. No, what I mean is when the ball is in the air. I know what you're saying. When the ball is in the air, the closing speed. We get what you're saying. All right, let's take a quick break here. When we come back, 
We're going to wrap up the show by this CB Wars thread I made on Twitter. I want to drill Lars and Gino with this now because the fans responded as well. Got to get into this strengths of these corners. Who has the advantages heading into training camp? This is Locked on Eagles. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are wrapping up CB Wars. Louis DiBiase, Gino Camilleri, and Lars Lewis. Hope you enjoyed this show. I know I've had a lot of fun doing this one. How we're going to wrap it up now, I made a, a thread on Twitter of a bunch of polls. And I'm going to go across the room here with you two. Go through each physical strength of these corners and see who has the advantages. The fans responded as well. A bunch of you guys voted. Very much appreciative of you guys contributing to the conversation. All right, we're going to start it off here. Most talented man coverage corner the Eagles have. I went with Sidney Jones. Yep. When he's healthy, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Say yeah. no more. <laughs> you're, the, you're the leader of the Sid Hive. Nope. So. Uh, here are the options I put on the poll. Darby, Maddox, Jones, and LeBlanc. Right? Because I feel like Mills and, Dar- and Douglas. I mean, statistically speaking, it is Amante Maddox. Yeah. Like was, if you're looking at it The fans put Darby. 44% said Darby. No. I think Maddox. Maddox was just, second. Just from the tape I saw last year, he is yeah. something special. Sidney yeah. Jones was last, actually. LeBlanc beat him by 1%. I think I people are putting that injury boys, into account. Yeah, man. Jones, I just yeah. want to see him healthy and see him know, prove people wrong. All right, here's another one. Most talented zone coverage corner. The options for me I put on the poll were Razul, Maddox, Mills, and Jones. I think Douglas reads the ball and yep. the offense breaking down in zone coverage mm. better than anybody I've seen. Yeah, he doesn't I, have the I'm physical skill set to be like a true shutdown corner. Yeah. Like he, he excels at like a little off, like probably five to six yards off. Maddox won this one at 52%. Douglas was second at 34. Well, I mean, you he can saw, diagnose it, but you saw I want to see ability him on to play the, safety. Yeah, I want to see him on a guy's hip more. Like he yeah, has right. that ability to track to track a guy's hip. But I, I think with I think with zone, I think that that caters to Douglas's strengths more mm-hmm. than anybody else. Yeah, definitely. Most talented tackler, Douglas won at 55 percent. Mills was second at 28. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, um, Douglas was the number one ranked corner tackling corner and against the run, mm-hmm. courtesy of PFF, from weeks 12 on. Yeah, I think I'll put Sewell first. I'll put LeBlanc second. Mm. Cravon can hit, man. Maddox can hit, too, though. Sid like. can hit. The only one that can't hit is Darby. Yeah. <laughs> he can't hit. He's more so like Asante Samuel, if you ask me, mm-hmm. hit stick-wise. Although, Asante did have a little oomph. He just never wanted to. I just don't think Darby physically can do it. No, that is not cannot. what I meant in that comparison. A <laughs> couple more here. Top ball hawk. Douglas also won at 54%. Yeah, that's without, mm-hmm. without So he has five interceptions the past two years in limited playing time. He should probably have nine. Like, there's been – I was yeah. going through the tape the past couple of years. There's, like, three picks that were right in his hands. A couple plays, they go a different mm-hmm. way. That they could be in his hands. He yeah, led the, the NCAA oh. in picks his final year at West Virginia. To me, I, it, I don't think I can ever forget the ball that went through his hands that went right into Cooper's hands. Uh, yeah. Oh. This is my point about Douglas. He has like three. Oh, my God. I completely <laughs> forgot about that play. Why did you have to bring that up? I, never, I finally got I it out of my memory. I never felt as bad as I did for Douglas in that Because he had the best game of his career. I know. And it floated right. The gods just gave it to Cooper. That's the thing with Douglas. He has three niche But we still roles. went farther than Dallas in the playoffs. That's right. We, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the Eagles with Douglas, he has three niche roles that should give him an advantage, and that's why, like, in any other scenario, I feel like he would be a favorite to win. He's your best tackler. He's your best ball hawk. And he's your biggest, most physical corner, lengthwise, too. So, you know, now we got a couple more here. Highest upside, that's got to be said. He won at 46%. Maddox, Maddox was second at 26. Darby third at 20. I think I'm still with I Maddox. I think there's a 
definite argument to be made for both of them, but if you're going to look at it in all-around addition to the guy when he's on the field, like what he brings, Avante can play three positions. I so think, think, the, I think yeah. what they're what people, when they look at Sidney Jones compared to Avante Maddox, is size. People will put size ahead of skill if that size also has the skill. Oh, yeah. But I think with Maddox, his flexibility, his ability to play all these different positions, his footwork, he has it all. I think the Sid only downside the to him though. is that he's just got short arms. Like, literally, his arms are like 29 inches. They're very small. But... If that's his only knock, and he's got everything else, and we've seen what he can do, the ceiling is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I just can't. If Sandy Jones is healthy, yeah, I, I'll, I'll see to that. Yeah, I got to see it. I'll give up when he's healthy, and then he doesn't look like he did at Washington. But until I see that, I got to go with Sidney Jones. Uh, let's see one more here. Who would make the best safety? Avante Maddox, Razul Douglas, Jalen Mills. Mills nearly beat Maddox here at 42%. What? Maddox, I think it's because he played safety at LSU, but Maddox won at 47%. And, look, that might be a realistic thing that Eagles fans need to start getting ready for is Avante playing deep. Yeah, Mills Mills nearly won. What is it that we're seeing? Well, Mills is a good tackler, I guess, coming downhill. But for me, going sideline to sideline. what is his range? Yeah, can you imagine him playing single high safety? No, single moves. (laughs) I wouldn't. No. Yeah. No. At the free safety position, you want a guy whose hips – Aren't a door hinge well, maybe, that needs what, WD. What if Mills yeah, is playing mine. like the Jenkins role? Yeah. Like, what if he's a strong safety? That might That's be fine. different. Yeah. All right, oh, one more. I put one more here. Best press coverage corner. Sidney Jones won at thirty-eight percent. I yeah, I I, I agree yeah. there. Darby was second at twenty-six mm-hmm. percent, and then Douglas and Mills tied at eighteen. That might be the one thing that Maddox would struggle with is press, because obviously yeah. his arms are so short. Mm-hmm. Well, he Doug- works in a little bit of off yeah. coverage better. Right. Douglas struggles too. Close to the line of scrimmage, but it's when they don't let him get when they don't let him grapple with yeah. the receiver. That is what when drives he gets his me hands nuts. On is when, the guy. Yeah. when they're shadowing them right at the line of scrimmage, but they're not like pressing them at the mm-hmm. line. That drives me up a wall. Oh yeah, yeah. Not just for Douglas at least though. The other guys are flexible enough to be able to mm-hmm. shadow those players without getting contact. Right. But when they were doing that with Razul and Cooper, I'm like, he's going to get turned inside out like a pretzel, and he did that first game against Dallas. Yeah. On uh, Sunday Night Football. Did. All right, boys. Thanks for coming in, CB Wars. This was a. Uh, Pretty fun, pretty fun. This is the big battle for tomorrow, starting off. Eagles training camp begins at noon. Doug Peterson meets with the media. Carson Wentz meets with the media. We've got you covered four to five episodes a week right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at LockdownBirds, at DiBiaseLOE, at Gino underscore LOE, and at LarsLewis12. Please subscribe to the show on any podcast platform. Also, you can check it out on LockdownEagles.com. And our final shameless plug, if you could leave us a five-star rate and a review, it's how we grow the show. It's how I can uh, keep Lars employed so we don't have to kick him to the curb. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what uh, kind of pot shot is that? That's gonna okay, do you know what? I was going to say we should crack above the top 50 in Poland, but you're not going to need my help then. That's right. We were ranked 52nd in uh, the Poland charts Get for a professional podcast. Are so you shout serious? out to our guys in Poland listening to us. Well, 52 the, in the entire country? Yeah, the entire country. <laughs> Get out of here. That is the greatest stat I've yeah. ever heard. So that'll be that's, <laughs> good job, Lars. That's where we'll leave you here on today's edition of Lockdown Eagles. For Gino Camilleri and Lars Lewis, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading, thank you for listening, and And let's let's go go birds. birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.